Hello everyone and welcome back to Open Minded Podcast. This is Johnny. This is Isaac. What are we talking about today, brother? So I want to talk about stuff that we've learned that has just been helpful to us. Things that we didn't learn at school. Things that would have been nice to have been told when we were younger that we didn't have to like learn the hard way. And I've kind of got a list here, but I think one major thing which it applies to people of all ages and it never really gets old is to take good care of yourself. And it's amazing how I didn't know that I was meant to exercise, sleep, eat good food, be around nice people, not do loads of drugs. Sleep. The, the sleep, sleep can be the make or break of the whole thing as well. Mm, yeah, literally. I mean, all of it is it's a combination of things, but all of them have, have their own unique aspect and what they bring to it. And I feel like if you don't implement these things when you're like, it's so e- it's easiest to get them implemented when you're a kid. So it's easiest for your parents to install these things into you. But if they're not instilled into you, like it's so fucking hard to like get into the that new process. Habit. Yeah, the new habit of doing behavior. it when you're older. Because even now, I, I I promote sleeping and shit, and like I say, like sleep's the number one thing, the most important thing. But I'll still find myself up on my phone at fucking like one o'clock in the morning when I've got to be up at half six or something. It's like I've I've always been like that. When ever since I was a kid, my I've, when I stayed at my when I moved to my grandma's, I'd always be up like just on on. I'd have a iPod, and it was like one of those ones with the screen, and I used to play Family Guy every night, and I'd wait, I'd stay up to like one o'clock in the morning but yeah just um making sure that these va- like getting these values and getting these um these things in place when you're younger it's just so much easier when you get for when you get older i think the thing about them though is that if you're not doing the things like taking good care of yourself through what you eat who you're around mm. your sleep your exercise when you start doing them the change that you feel is fairly quick. Yeah, 100%. And I, at a time when I felt quite depressed and low for a few years, I I thought there was actually something wrong with me. And when I got told by a doctor, no, you've, you've responded 100% correctly to your environment. Mm. You've got a shit environment. That's why you feel like shit. And I was like, oh. Why did no one tell me that? Yeah, why did, <laughs> how come I felt like shit for the last four years then? Mm. And no one told me, Eat a nice, healthy meal, (laughs) stop doing drugs, and get enough sleep, and start hanging around with different people. Cut these negative people out of your life. Mm. You know, the thing, the thing about our one of these abilities we have as humans is to influence our environment. And if your environment's shit, and you're influenced by that shit environment, you then, a lot of times, become part of this loop, and you then project. A negative, you know, mindset onto the environment, mm. and then that you become part of the problem. Yeah, so it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. You need to really be the um, the part of that that breaks that loop. Mm. And yeah, yeah th- that would have been nice to know. I could have saved four <laughs> years of feeling like shit. But like we were saying earlier, it's like at least you found it now. Because I mean, I've I've found it. Two years later than what you, how old are you? 24? 25. 25, yeah. So I found it a year later than you did. So 
at least you kind of now not a year and a, or, but there's I still like when you're out on the fucking piss with like 50 year olds and shit they're still doing the same shit do you know what I mean so you've you've found it so early on in life like even if you found it like 28 you'd still found it early that's true got so much time that was a good point that you said because I because that's I said I I feel like I wasted a lot of time then you're like yeah but you know there are people who are probably double your age that are still there still doing that shit Mm. and the thing about I think we're taught a lot to equate money with success and there's actually a whole number of other things that actually make you feel successful because you can make money and it doesn't really feel like you can you can still have all of these problems. Mm. I know people whose family members have committed suicide. They got loads of money, but they feel like absolute shit. And it's like it's, it's a massive hard thing that they now need to deal with. Mm. And the money just does absolutely nothing for that. Yeah, you can afford to go to wellness programs and go on holiday and do do kind of mm. nice things to relax and take your mind off of it. I mean, but it doesn't really solve. There's, there's 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 bigger problems that money doesn't solve. Money solves money problems. There's like a there's like a, such a high standard for like the rich, like like all different cars or whatever. Like we we put these things on on like having a nice car, having a big house or whatever. There's like it takes so long to get to that point that you don't that people don't like celebrate the small wins. And also, what you, the problem with with people going through school is it's like this big thing of getting your GCSEs and then it's like getting that job, like going through uni and then getting that job. And then what we were saying earlier is that when people finally get to that stage, it's like a big fucking anti-climax, anti-climax because it's like, oh shit, this is what I've been working to my whole life and it's actually shit. It's not what I want to do. The way that we're taught, especially through school, the education that you and I went through, is that we confuse money with a successful life and children are taught to believe that earning a good salary is the goal of their life. Um, you know, they you, you, you have to be told these amazing things about it. You have to be told that, you know, because that's how you get someone to sacrifice most of their life for it. Mm. Um, when realistically that is not what's going to fulfill their life and it and it stops us from following our passions and doing things that would actually create a fulfilling life for ourselves to become some you can call it a corporate slave you just become someone who just works all mm. the time and it's like you can you can make enough money to be happy and successful without working all of your fucking time mm. i mean think about all these families that push their kids to be doctors or be things which just earn good money not for the fact that they actually like something like they might like art or whatever i want to go into art but they are pushed into a certain job which they don't actually like or will never enjoy that's the thing and you would never even know until you really got there mm. and like that's it's such a sad life because you just live in to impress your parents or you're living someone else's life that someone else has pushed onto you. The thing is, I think I think there is a valid reason why people do that. 
and I think that it's different today than how it used to be. So I've heard it spoken about that it was an economic reason why families stuck together the way they did. And, and a lot of families still do from different cultures, do it here in the UK and do it in other countries where all of these families really live together and there's like one head of the household. Yes, like an Italian man. And they, they do that mm. because of economic reasons. You are much stronger as a unit and in rural places you need a lot of kids to do the farming and, and to actually tend to the older people. Mm. So it's it's in everyone's best interest in these type of situations to actually stay together. You know, you've got guys here that come over from Afghanistan, for example, I know a couple of guys, and they they run takeaways and they've got the thing running eighteen hours a day and they just all work in shifts on clockwork. About ten of them live in a two bedroom flat. And they're that's that's how they're surviving and getting ahead and being able to save money. And they're they're making good money. But the difference now is that you can get a job and just leave your family. So if you were in a family unit and you knew that everyone needed to stick together, everyone's going to stay in the same house, you would convince your children to get the best paid job that they could. Mm. So you'd say, I want you to be a, a lawyer or a doctor. And then there's another element of, yeah, my son's a doctor. My son's yeah. a doctor. You know, people want to be able to say, look what my son did. I, I, that, that, they it's wanted like that the, to reflect ego. on them. Yeah, it's like their ego of, oh, I did a good job. <clears throat> look what I did. Yeah. Look what I produced. <laughs> but the thing is, it's not, it's not so much like that now, especially where we live. You don't have to stay with your family because you can be economically independent. You don't require the whole family unit to survive. Whereas in sometimes in different places you would have. So there is a kind of valid reason why they would have said that. It was for their own survival, really. But then there is this pride thing that gets brought to it. But fundamentally, you are possibly convincing someone to do something that they will never enjoy purely for the financial reasons for it. And if your whole life is just revolved around economics and finance, it's shit. What, that is not life. Life is, there's, there's all these so, other aspects that create a full life, and that is one aspect, but it's not the whole picture. Yeah. I mean, I don't put, I try not to put all my value on, on the money. It's, it's all about sharing and, and, and actually doing things that you love. It's, it's, it, it's like, I, always, I like to put it as ma making money, helping others, and being put, putting myself in a position to help more people in the future, but also being creative and and things like that. So it's not like all about the money. Is I I'd put the money in the category of like helping others. It's like what can I actually do with this money instead of like what can this money do for me? The hard thing about money is that it you need it to survive mm. unless you know how to kill animals or what plants to pick and how to filter water you just need money it's just the harsh truth and there's there's i don't think there's much importance placed on 
what money really does as a tool as an adult when you're a child. It's not really emphasized that much. You you get the idea that money is really important, especially if you come from a family that isn't very wealthy. I mean, why are we not taught about money? <laughs> the biggest thing, we, we're taught to like work towards getting money, but we're never taught what money actually is. Yeah, it how is- to stay organized with it, how to actually use it to your benefit. It's the whole... The whole odds are stacked against people because of this asymmetric information of, you know, you're, I got a credit card when I was 18 and I'm going to be paying it off until like 2035. <laughs> <laughs> so if I had some knowledge about it and how to organize my money and how to. Well, my mum told me to stay away from credit cards and I have up until now, but that's the best thing I ever did because it's. Now I actually know how to use a credit card. When back then I would have fucked it. Yeah, like I did. I completely yeah. fucked it. Look, credit cards are good and credit is good. It's just you need to be in the right situation and the right mindset to use it to your advantage. It's staying away from unnecessary debt. Mm. That's one massive thing of of financial planning and organization. I think money is a, is a whole massive topic that is something which we're not taught about at school. And it's it's amazing that there wasn't even one lesson. Mm. Can't remember one fucking There's, minute. I can't remember one lesson about money. Literally not one. All I ever got told about money was save money, don't spend it all in one place. And that was just getting given money by someone in your family, mm. like don't spend it at once. And then make sure you make sure you save your money. Yeah, why are we not told that it's this fake thing that the government just print and make it and we, everyone just pull it out? Yeah, yeah, they just literally type numbers in the screen and it's there, and then you fuck and we we have to slay for it. We're all climbing over each other. Yeah, killing each other and that. Killing each other for it, and it's and they just go like that. <laughs> <laughs> and like how fucking yeah, debt is used to create money and. Just the the whole system of how it works, and and but th- that is the reason why it w- it wouldn't work if we all knew how to use it. So there's this thing that I keep thinking about money, and when I say it to people, they they just kind of think I'm talking shit. And I keep saying like, making money is is illegal. Like there are authorized ways of making money. Any other way is not allowed. You aren't allowed to print it. You aren't allowed to spend someone else's. You aren't allowed to do something which they class as illegal, like you, you sell it or you trade it. Not pay tax. You aren't allowed to not pay tax. And fundamentally, it is... It You're is, not allowed to steal it, yeah. It's essentially illegal to have it through any other way that, unless they say that that's how you can get it. And that's because all of, the, all, of the way that's e- all of the ways that are easy to get money are illegal. Yeah, There's only a few sp- specific, more specialized things that are easy to make money and and a lot of it but they're not accessible to everyone because they either require money or skill sets that not everyone has access to and that's because if the ways that were easy if it was really easy for everyone to get money it would have a completely different value Mm. it wouldn't be valued the way that you know people look at a lot of people look at how much they earn in a day or a month as the way that they value money but if you could earn what the average person earns in a month in an hour, then the whole value side of it completely changes. 
and that's that was something for me which I realized that no one would do if if everyone knew that you could go online and just type money in and it would just go into your bank account why the fuck would you go to work mm. most people have a job that they wouldn't do unless they got paid like that, and and the only reason they go there is to get paid there's mm. there's no other reason for it and they they've made making money take so long you have no fucking time to do anything else exactly. <laughs> so you most people especially if you have if, kids. They, if they just work and they just pay for things especially if you've got these other expenses like children the raising children then you don't have any time to fucking work this stuff out and work out what's the best way of doing this what's the most efficient way of doing this what are people who have done this before done to make this work for them hmm. you know you get so caught up in your survival that you never fucking work any of these things out and that's i think i was in that space for a very long time and for me going from making money to not making money and, and kind of feeling depressed and stuff i really wanted to understand because I, I what i started to realize is the first time i made money in a business was a complete fluke the industry it was in was a fad it had just unrepeatable growth and what i did was basically by accident <laughs> you was in the right place at the right time yeah and i didn't realize that i didn't really know what i did to do that mm. so i started to try and unpack that so that if i did a business that worked again that i would really take a mental note of everything that i did what skills did i use what was more important what wasn't important and really understand how to do that in case the event happened where you lose it all. And I think now I have that skill set to to do that because I've done that a couple of times. And that really just comes from, for me, it comes from understanding not to just spend all of your money. Yeah. You know, that money that comes into your bank account is not <laughs> just for you to spend mm. because those are trading tokens that you need to fucking stay alive. Yeah. Like, so if you've got none of them. Also, but not spending them on the wrong things, like understanding assets and things like you want to be investing your money into things because rich people, they don't actually hold that much cash. I mean, at the moment, it's a bit different because we're in a recession and everyone wants to hold cash. But you want to be putting your money into things that, because like why we never got, we inflation was just this weird thing where nobody really fucking spoke it was like oh yes inflation is just around it's just it's like just there like fucking i don't know a building like a building's just mm -hmm. there it's just inflation's just there we don't actually like how do we get around inflation why why is it bad to hold money like a lot of money because over over a long amount of time that money will be worth less and less and less and i think the thing, the thing with money is it's not some innate skill. Some people have a more of a propensity to, to be better with managing money, mm. but it is definitely a skill that you can learn. It's not something which is just some unknown thing. You know, there is a shitload of information about it. Mm. There's a shitload of tools that you can use to get better with it. And, I mean, really, it's work out what's going out, work out what's coming in, 
set a target with something and then just start investing. Mm. You know, it's, 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 it is kind of easier said than done because changing your money habits is changing your lifestyle. If you're someone who gets paid and spends all their money in the first week of the month and then lives <laughs> like on beans and fucking toast for the rest of the month, then you know, you've got to kind of audit your lifestyle. What are you actually spending that money on? There are people who are more sensible with their money in the sense that they're buying cash-generating assets, but <laughs> most I, people aren't. I feel like that all comes from your parents. Though. Like, my parents never taught me anything to do with money. Money was a sort of uh, unspoke-about subject, really. Like, you, there was no... Nobody saved. Nobody saved any money. I mean, my dad did kind of save money. He he had he, he had um, a little briefcase underneath his bed, and he was like, "Oh, John, come over here, look at this." I opened up, is I had like five five grand or something in there. But my mum would was just struggle. My dad would have dough or whatever. But like we always, it was always like a struggle, and there was never like any sort of talk about money or how to keep money or to save money. All I did was, and this is the thing with kids, they do what they see. They don't do what they're told. So mm. if you if you always see your parents just spend, 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 that's what you're going to do when you get older. You're going to spend, spend, spend. All I ever see was my dad spend money on like gadgets and all these different things and like just ticking up to the walls and different bits and like always got to have the best, all the best gadgets, do you know what I mean? Like, and I, um, my mum, she would just she would spend quite a lot as well. Um, it's not till she's I'm sure she'll agree with me later on in life that she's actually got better with money, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put that on her. She's a single mum, fucking hard. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I just you do what you you do what you see, and n no one. And then I look at my mates, um who were in school and their parents were amazing with money and it's right it rubbed off on them that they they were they were saving massive amounts of money before they even left school like some of my mates like had like fucking five grand saved up before they even left school it's like how the fuck did you manage that then it's like oh i just love saving it's like all these things that uh, they need to come from when you're well it's so it's so i think money's actually probably the hardest one to like your sleep and uh and all these different things mm -hmm. i think actually like the not getting out of the consumer lifestyle is actually mm -hmm. the fucking hardest thing to get out of yeah cuz you're raised to be a fucking consumer if you're raised to be an entrepreneur and an investor a business owner then they're the kind of values that you look for and they're the kind of things that you seek out mm because it's not only you've seen your parents doing that, it's that they have conversations with you. And when you run into things, you can actually ask them specific questions. And my dad doesn't have a fucking clue. My dad's the kind of guy that's got like 20 grand in a shoebox and no money in the bank. He's been that kind of guy <laughs> my whole life. Mm. And it's the thing is, there were there were different times and the way that you needed to work with money and the, the things that you needed to do to be able to live comfortably 
have changed. Today, just getting a normal job can be enough. Like I'm talking an average salary in the UK type, mm. 25 to 30K, can be enough if your lifestyle is is in check for that level of income. But not everyone lives like that. And then they, they're going to often meet difficult situations. And there, there's a lot of times where the best money situation, the best money move in a lot of situations is just stop spending on anything unnecessary for a while. That is so hard to get out of. Like it was, it's, it's been hard for me. Yeah. Cause you're just so used to going, there you go. Mm. Even when you don't have it, you're just, oh yeah. Trying to find money to get that thing or whatever that you just don't need. Or you have like, I, I remember when I was working at Halfords, I'd probably get like 300 quid a month or whatever. And it was like, that whole 300 pounds just went straight on like one pair of trainers or something. Like, <laughs> what? Like, two, a pair of trainers and, and going out for a little bit. It's like, uh, or every single bit of, yeah, it's just like, why would you spend like 150 pounds or whatever on a pair of trainers when you're only getting fucking 300 pounds a month? Uh, but that's, that's when it comes in with your parents. If, if my parents had said like, save that, or I heard, I've heard something before when you, when you're a kid, always save half, put half in the savings and then spend the other. And then always do that. Just every bit of money that you ever get, always save half, which I think is quite a good idea and a quite a good thing to get kids into because it's like you're not just, you're you're working on the savings part and, and you can also spend as well. So you're not going to be left out of certain things. You, the thing The thing with money is you need a buffer. Yeah, you're going to run into situations that are going to fucking cost you money. So you need to have some but money saved. That comes into being independent, like making that step of like, I'm not... Because a lot of people, they have their buffer is their parents. That's right. That's so ha having that independence of like, I'm not going to... Like my mum did with me. She was like two years ago. She said... I'm not giving you any more money. Like every bit, of, if I ever lend you any money, you're paying it back. And I have since then, like even down to like a fiver. Mm -hmm. I've been like in the part, oh, mom, can you just lend me a fiver? She's like, yeah, I want it back on Thursday though when you get paid. It's like, yeah, that's fine. But it's not, that's done me way more it's favors so than her just giving me things. Like now I don't look towards anyone to like, for handouts, do you know what I mean? It's I realized that everything is me, and I've and no one else is my buffer. I'm my own buffer. Mm -hmm. That's this is one of the things in becoming an independent adult is you're literally on your own. You know, you need to know what tools and what you have access to 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 face any circumstances, and there's no being an adult who actually deals with shit, you can't just bury your head in the sand when a problem turns up, as it inevitably will. You have to say, right, I'm going to fucking sort this out. I and and be able to actually sort it out. There's no one, I've got no one to ring. If if I ever get into a problem, I'm going to be ringing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. less. And 
And I've seen people, people who have these lifelines that can rely on their parents are so massively underdeveloped compared to people who don't have that. Because by not having these lifelines, you're forced to learn what are your skills. You can't pretend. And there are obviously exceptions to that rule. But there's this, I think Joe Rogan was talking about this, uh, the idea of when, if you're involved in the fighting scene, like you're uh, you're a fighter, you can't just you can't just say I'm better than that guy. You have to actually understand: Am I actually better than that guy, or does that guy have components to him that are better than my components? You yeah, like, you may you might have to fight him one day. Mm. So you can't just say, "Yeah, no, I know what I'm doing. That's I'm, fine. I'm way better than him." Because like. Yeah, MMA on on your feet, you could bang him, but on the floor, it's what a whole different do, yeah. ball game. So this is the thing: you can't say, you can't, you can't just think you know what you're doing. Like, do you actually know what you're doing? And real life is the kind of thing that will show you whether you actually know what you're doing. Yeah, real so life is that other bloke. <laughs> yeah, real life <laughs> He's is about the, to is bang you, bloke. bro. <laughs> <laughs> bang you, <laughs> and you gotta say, can I defend myself? Because that guy is probably going to bang me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the world is unpredictable. And I think a lot of people go around thinking that they can bang anyone as well. Yeah. Not in the sense of like, yeah, and in that sense as well, but like every, everyone thinks like, oh yeah, I'll like blase to it. Like, yeah, until just, you get banged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to say, Maybe I can't bang yeah. anyone. <laughs> Get absolutely not. And you, and rocked, then, bro. Yeah, and then and then you got you got to work out how the fuck do you deal with that? Yeah, how do you bounce back and how do I attack that next time? So I think by not having lifelines, you are much more in reality, in the sense that you don't have these advantages that most other people don't have. Or a lot of other people don't have. I don't want to say most, but mm. it's it's been kind of a curse and a blessing to me to not have these lifelines. It took me a lot fucking longer to get to this stage than I think a lot of people. And the difference really there comes from. But I wouldn't say uh, that. No, but because you've got there way quicker than others. Because a lot of people have yeah, that buffer. That's right. But there there are people who have not had the breaks in momentum because they've had access to lifelines, mm. because when they've not been able to pay their rent, they haven't had to go homeless or go sleep on their friend's couch mm. or on their floor. They've been able to or ring their ne dad. never paid rent. Or they've never <laughs> even paid rent. Yeah, but... <clears throat> the thing is, a lot of people, their parents pay for their car. Their parents paid for their insurance. They didn't have to pay for fuel for the first year. They were able to leave their house on good terms with their parents when they bought a house. Mm. Yeah, their <laughs> yeah. parents give them... Like, it was literally the day, two days before I started college, it was like, yeah, I right, fuck off then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, was no, there was no, like, do you know where you're going? Have you got enough money? Oh, okay, right, you're sorted. So when you leave here, you, I'm not really going to have to worry about you. It was just, see you later. Mm. Just a big boot in the back. It's like, yeah, back. fuck off. Don't give a fuck. Go... Slam. Literally left to your own devices, my brother. That happened to him when he was fourteen. 
It was literally That's just scary. like, see you later. Mm. It's like, what the fuck are you meant to do? And then you got the difference of people who have been massively supported either through money or just they've had a comfortable lifestyle. Speak to loads of people. They're 22 to 25-year-old females who they just work a job, they got their car, they go on holidays, but they just live with their mum. And it's like, that's absolutely fine. That's perfect. That's actually very good because it gives you, you've now got an advantage that you don't have some costs that other people do. So yeah, right now you can spend all this money on doing this nice stuff, but wait till you get in the fucking real world Mm. and you're fucked (laughs) because you don't have that lifeline. That is that, that that other thing of like, we're we're so like sort of what's what's the word mollycoddled in <clears throat> in school from our from when we're born we're like but we're Cocooned, all like yeah, yeah like we're we're wrapped in cotton yeah, wool yeah, yeah and we're we're not shown any of the outside world yeah. what it's like <laughs> and and you go through school and it's like oh yeah like this. and and this is one thing that I've realised recently with my little sister is she i'm trying to or my little and my little brother i'm trying to explain things to them about the outside world mm. and it just doesn't compute because it does doesn't nothing out here makes any sense to them <laughs> yeah. it's like you do realize like all this stuff that's happening now like you you in this like little fake world is not real so don't worry about it and it's like it's 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 almost impossible for them not to worry about it because that is all they know but it's yeah. like that is not real. Like that is fake. Everything here is fake. Mm. This is where I am right now. This is where this is where it's real. And then when they finally get to there, this is what this is. Even though they don't understand it, I I want them to be able to when it when they do get there. And then it, it's like, oh my god, fuck! Like it hits them, but they've got me in the background saying, oh, that's what that is. That's what that is. So it's not just this big like fucking whoosh of like just shit and realization of like mm. what the fuck is going on they're like oh no i remember johnny uh, john said about that yeah all right that's <clears> that's <throat> what i need to do it's not that it's not this shock this big shock because that's what happened with you that's what happened with me there's this big shock of like fuck what the fuck am i doing how the fuck what the fuck is this all about this isn't what i thought it was like <laughs> so different i mean your life is so different to what you <laughs> what you think is going to be when you're younger mm. and what you just said there about that you can look at your younger siblings life and just say this isn't this isn't real like you i know i know that you might be feel stressed and worried about what you've got going on but you really don't need to be because mm. you're coming from this place of you've got a more zoomed out image and you can see that that is like i wish i was you knowing what i know now yeah. because that is such a more cocooned you know softer version of what I'm dealing yeah. with it. And this, the, we spoke about it earlier, just before this, that everyone's going to die. Everyone you know is going to die. Everything around you now, including your body, everything is all just going to turn to dust at some point. And I think when you've got that in perspective, that that's part of the lens that you look at things through. Everything is just like, I'm going to argue with you because you disagree with me. It's like, no, I'm fucking not. I'm going to, I want to know how to live my life full, fully. I want to fully live my life. I don't want to be someone who was alive but never lived. I don't want to spend my time, (laughs) like, arguing about shit 
Like what we what we're doing here, we want to share information that we've learned that can help people either fast track or give them a different perspective to help them live their life fully. <clears throat> and when I hear back from people, you know, I really liked what you said about this. It was very eye-opening or this was very humbling for me. And, you know, I thought I knew everything about the world and then I heard that and it made me question how much do I actually know. For me, that is a fucking good start to live in a full life, especially from my perspective of creating that. But it just gives you a, a new perspective the same way you can look at your siblings and say, you know, don't really take that too seriously. Don't take this too fucking seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take other people too seriously. Don't compare yourself to other people. Don't give a fuck about what anyone <laughs> has to say. If I'm not killing anyone, I'm not doing anything to hurt anyone. I'm not cheating anyone. So I don't give a fuck <laughs> what you've got to say about whatever I'm doing. People, when they, they try and, I don't know, people have taken the piss out of me in the past. And, and I used to really take things to heart. I used to, I think when you're younger, you don't, you don't realize how everything is just like, yeah, whatever, mate. It's, it's kind of insignificant in the grand scheme of things. And you, you blow things out of proportion. And when people used to say things to me and I'd get kind of annoyed by it or upset by it, I look back at it now and I think, it's just so silly. Just didn't need to do that. It's like for, you know, when you're, you think back to school and you're like, I, and you think back to like getting told off by a teacher or something and you like, <laughs> like and you're like, and now you look back, he's like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you wish you could just jump back in your body and be like, shut the fuck up. Fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you don't mean nothing. Like, you mm. can't do nothing to me. What can you do? Nothing. No, I'll at just the time walk when out. you're at school, a teacher seems like the head teacher, right? You need to go to head teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your heart would drop on that. Like, <laughs> now, you'd go there and you'd just be like, what even are you? Yeah, like, shut what? the fuck up. But I think that's the thing with school. School is you need to do it our way or there's no way. It's literally just our way or fuck off. Mm. And that's very effective at conditioning people to do what they're told on the most part. <clears throat> Some, most people are so scared to break a rule. They're so, and, and not just breaking rules, because there are rules that so, probably shouldn't be broken. But Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, everything's subjective. You can't say yeah, don't yeah. murder someone, because yeah. what if they're going to murder you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it right? I don't know, but I do want to survive. Yeah. Like, if you jumped over this table and just tried to kill me, I probably wouldn't just sit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the the main problem is that we get taught to be scared of failing and we never try things. And if you never try things, you never really know what you're capable of. You never really find out who you are because you've just been told what to do the whole time. Mm. I think, and I've just sort of thought about it, like, you know, the sort of, place that we're in social media uh influences or whatever they're so it's almost like society is the teacher it's like the the, the head myth the headmaster everyone mm -hmm. treats this society and what everyone else thinks is as the headmaster and everyone's so scared to fucking say what they want mm -hmm. scared oh i can't say this you can't say that it's like or 
Do you know what I mean? The they people, take it too seriously. Yeah, they, take, they care about it too much. Yeah. They care about what people think of them too much. It's like fuck that. Fuck what? Why the fuck? It, we we spoke about this as well, like with YouTube and putting ads on and and things like that. But we're gonna if we do that, then we can't say certain things. And it's like fuck that. I don't want to fucking be yeah be back in a school classroom where I can't fucking say what I want. <laughs> Being told what to do and being confined into something is the worst feeling. I would, I would rather have nothing and struggle than be forcefully told what to do. Mm. Literally, I'd, I'd rather <clears throat> have anything. Um, Fuck that. I, that was that was the biggest thing probably about school, which I just hated, was the lack of freedom. It was just fucking horrendous. It was horrible. And the thing is, what the fuck even is school? It's so unrealistic in comparison to real life. You're never taught anything about what is likely to happen in your real life. You know, we've spoken about it before where you should be you should be you should be able to find what you're actually good at. Instead of saying, Okay, all of you are but- gonna be forced through the same keyhole even though you're all different shaped keys, why don't we fucking test different locks and see what works best for you? Mm. Because everyone is so different. You know, things that you enjoy doing are what you enjoy doing, things that I enjoy doing are what I enjoy doing. And we kind of joked about the exam. Why are you not allowed a phone in an exam? When the fuck are you ever going to be in some time-restricted situation with no phone? Yeah. In real life, when? Yeah. Except an exam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're never, you know, is that, mm. is that really testing you? Because if I want to know what the... Ten times the ten is. Yeah, if I want to know any calculation or what, I don't know, the fucking Latin name for an oak tree is, I can just type that in here. Mm. Why do I need to know that? Yeah. Why, why, why should I not have my phone? And yeah, it's like not great to always have your phone. You should really learn things because like having phones makes us quite forgetful. We just remember how to find information rather than the information itself. But your life up until, you know, when you're actually independent on your own is so unrealistic compared to what it is that it almost doesn't train you for it at all. Mm. And I, I think um, I worked out Basically, that I enjoyed 15% of the subjects that I did at school. So 85% of it was a waste of time because I applied myself Zero. not at all to That's the things the I didn't enjoy. So why didn't, why was there not resources to provide, you know, what you're actually interested in? Why the fuck should you spend literally the a massive majority of your time? And it's, it's, it's what, 12 years, 13 years or something from when you're four or five years old until basically 18. Mm. I mean, look at it. When I just remember being in science and I don't know, I think it was like year nine, year 10 or whatever. And um, they were, uh, they, they done an astronomy class and I just loved it. And I was so engaged. And then at the end of the lesson, I was like, oh, can I take this for GCSE? And they're like, oh, sorry, we don't do it for GCSE. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, I love to do this. Why are you? Why are you even teaching me if it's not for something that I'm need to take a test for or whatever or something that I can learn more of? 
It's like, oh, it's just part of the curriculum. It's like, okay, so how do I learn more about this? Oh, you've got to do it at home. It's like, but I want to apply myself at school to this thing that I want to do. It's like, how does that make any fucking sense for me to want to learn different things about other things and then not, and it just not be a choice? Yeah, it's just not a choice. Because this is the thing. We're taught what to think rather than how to think. It doesn't teach us how to develop our capacity to think logically to reach our own conclusions. Instead of reaching our own conclusions, we're just presented with information. <laughs> and you're forced to believe it, whether it's true or not. Mm. And that is just not learning. <laughs> that just isn't learning. Do you think that, because we've spoke about this pl- sort of playtime thing as well, mm. where we're like, kids are so restricted to their amount of playtime, where their playtime, it should be like 80% play and like mm. 20% sat down working or mm. whatever. And by the time that they get to the 16, 17, it's just like, or when as soon as they leave school, it's like, oh, now I can play. Yeah. It's just all playtime now. There's no work. And because you've been restricted your whole life of all that playtime. And that's where you're most creative. That's when you're most playful and your imagination's running wild. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's where all the play needs to be. And, and you've, You've been restricted, so then when people get to the age of eighteen and they're finally let loose, it's just constant playtime. I think it's like being put in this cage all your life, and then the gate bursts open, and then you're just set free on the world. So you're out, you're partying, you're doing some reckless shit, like most people do when they're eighteen, and. I think you do kind of have to get that out of your system because if that if you do if you're doing that that was in your system a hundred percent it has to be you have you, to do that. you have to like burn that candle like and and then when that candle's burnt out you look at it and you say yeah I had a good time that was nice maybe I overdid it in a in a few fucking points yeah. then but it's knowing when to fucking cut but stop it's it. knowing when to stop that because I remember <laughs> um, I was getting my eyebrows threaded actually and. Uh, the lady that was doing it was saying about when when she was 14, her and her friend Sarah or something went to the shop and got someone to buy alcohol for them. And it was the first time either of them had drank. She was like, Sarah's been on it every day since. And we're 45 now. <laughs> <laughs> like Sarah's been drinking since she was 14. Mm. And <laughs> she's literally some crackhead in town. But this is the thing, yeah. Why does, we've said this before, but why does like yeah you go out and you and and you it's all playtime now and you have to everyone's like oh yeah go out and have a blast or whatever when you get 18 and i do i agree with that i think when yeah. you get 18 go out and have a laugh or whatever but why does no one tell you that you can if you start abusing these things that is based from childhood trauma like the things that have happened to you in your past you can be hiding away from those facts from you taking these drugs you taking smoking every day or drinking every day you you hide behind these things what and why does it all come and bite you in the ass at like the age of like 20 21 when as soon as you hit your 20s it all comes and bites you in the ass and it's like it's like this big fucking it's like this big depression you don't even know why the fuck it's happening mm. it's like what is that all about and then you you start to delve deep into your brain it's like oh like yeah actually that was why it was like why why is no why did why do we not teach people like that when you get to this kind of age, this is when usually we start having these 
flashbacks of trauma and the best thing to do is when that happens is to try to stay away from all these different chemicals and start working on being more healthy and things like that like do you know what i mean it's just i think there's there's not a lot of emphasis put on what certain behaviors will make you feel like like how we started this when i was doing all of that shit and i felt awful and i didn't have there was nothing in my brain that said you feel bad because you're massively overweight you don't sleep you don't clean yourself properly you don't exercise you don't eat properly and all you do is watch shit on youtube and smoke weed and when you're there you're like yeah this is sick bro like i'm like you don't feel great but you're like yeah i've got my weed i'm chilling like i've got somewhere to stay I've, i'm i'm comfortable and why was there no one to tell me that by the way if you feel shit if you don't feel happy there's probably a very good reason for it whether that is trauma in your life or it's your direct environment i'm sure there's other things that you could include in that but for me it was pretty much both both of those things and it would have just been nice to have <laughs> to had some idea about that and there was an, I had no idea about that. Mm. Mm. And I, f- I feel like because of that, I feel like it was a waste of time for a few of those years. You say you still learn it pretty early on. And I did learn it pretty early on. And I, the thing I do say as well is that I'm, I'm glad that that happened earlier on rather than when I had people too dependent on me. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad that I went through that of losing money and uh, going to zero feeling shit when i didn't have a mortgage in kids because that when and i think i think there are people with mortgages and kids who this happens to and then it has this massive knock-on effect they don't have a clue how to deal with it they jump on the bottle they jump on whatever and they completely neglect these other things around them because they just want to bury their head and that is not how you fucking deal with things and a lot of people who bury their head they're used to having someone deal with it for them I've seen it. I've seen it with people. People our age, when I do work with them, and they just fucking want to bury their head in the sand. And it's like, hang on, bro. You don't realize that, like, like I've come into some agreement with you. You may be able to go back to your parents or whatever, but I can't. So whatever, like, if if you make me lose this, I'm moving into your fucking parents' house with you. Mm. (laughs) Like, you need to understand that. I've got everything on the line with what I'm doing with you here. And the the problem with having these lifelines is that you don't take responsibility. There's no accountability for your actions. You need to be 100% responsible and accountable for everything you do. Yeah, I've done a video on that the other day. Accountability. When you realize that you're the problem, like you're the reason why you're not successful, you're the reason why you're not doing the things that you want to do. You're not the reason why you're 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 the reason why you're upset. You're the reason why you're overweight. It's like all these things. You're the reason. Like and but that's fine because once you realize that, you realize, oh, I've got the power to change that. And it's all like you have to. You really just have to realize that. Yeah, I am. 
I am the reason, but I'm not going to be the reason anymore. Yeah, you got to break that cycle. And you, once you break that cycle, I think now there's there's feelings that I've felt in the past that I like to think that I've closed the door on, like feeling depressed. Since I last felt depressed, I haven't felt depressed, and it's been a few years. But there's been times where I've noticed my environment really negatively affecting the way that I'm thinking and feeling. 110%. But how long does that last? <clears throat> as long as I'm in the environment. So but I'm like, quite quick to be like, no, I'm not fucking going. I'm not dealing with that. Like, and, make, and making the change necessary to, to bring yourself out of that environment. But like, say, three years ago, if you had felt yourself slip into that, how long would it have taken you to... Oh, I would have just gone deeper into it. Exactly. It's like when you start to realize and learn how to sort of deal with these certain situations, it just gets so much easier because I would I would feel depressed and I'd just drink and, and I'd make it so much worse. Where now I'm like, how do I make this better? Like I feel shit and it yeah. comes around you every now and again it. and I and you try and unpack it. What do I need to do? What am I not doing? Oh, I've realized that I'm not doing this. This is what makes me happy. I need to do more of that. And it's learning these coping mechanisms to get through that. But now it, I'm I'm probably depressed. I, I didn't don't don't really want to use the word depressed or not, but I'm upset and my chemical I have a chemical imbalance maybe fucking once a month or something. But what's a chemical? I don't I don't think there is such a thing. It's it, the chemical imbalance thing affects a very minor amount of people. I think it's always driven from something. Mm. It's either you. <coughs> Like you rang me yesterday, or I rang you, and and I said, "What's going on?" You're like, "I'm fucking pranging. I think I've had some caffeine. I feel really anxious." Yeah, mm. you know, there's just a direct thing. You've put something inside of you that has produced this feeling. Mm. So, if you if if you feel tired, you probably haven't slept enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you feel hungry, you probably need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, the the thing is. is you're so a product of your environment that your environment is constantly changing. It's it's meant to you. You're not meant to always feel good. Yeah, if you didn't feel shit, if you didn't feel good, then you wouldn't feel shit. Huh? Is that the right way? <laughs> if you if you didn't know what it was like to feel shit, then you wouldn't know what it was like to feel good. Yeah, so you, you need then. to have you, the two the contrast to compare. Let's talk about mental strength and wellness. I think we kind of covered the physical side and kind of understanding the way that the world is. And Okay, yeah, this, this is one for, like, actually believing in yourself, like, using the positive words in your brain, because... What I didn't realize when, from a young age, I was just using these negative words all in my head. And it's like, you, I didn't, until I read The Secret, it was like, oh my God, yeah, I do that all the time. I use shit words about myself. I say that I can't do this. I can't do that. I'll never be able to do this. I'll never be able to do that. I really want to do that, but I'll never be able to do it. There was no self-belief. There was no self-love. There was no actual like, but yeah, just belief. And when you start, using the and catching these bad oh because it's not this thing you've learned to do this it's, yeah, it's not a this, habit it's a habit 
So once you it clicks and you and you're like, oh, oh yeah, I'm, I just used a bad word about myself. No, nope, I'm not that. I'm I'm good. I'm fucking nice. I'm I'm. And even when you don't believe it to start off with, it's like just using these positive and and nice words about yourself will change you into the person that you want to be. Or using saying I am good at this when you're not actually that great at it yet. I'm like it's like okay, I'm not great at it yet. And saying that I'm not good at it yet. And it's like... It's how you're framing it. How you're framing these words instead of, I'm just shit at that, so that's that. I'm shit at it. Like, I'm not good at it yet, but I will be good at it in the future. You can can convince yourself on On either end of that spectrum very far. Like, I thought I was done. I literally thought, when I felt low, I was like, this is it. I'm never going to fucking feel good. I'm never going to do this. And then... When I, ha- I had a big change in my environment, I went to it- Italy and I got a glimpse of what I would feel like in a completely different environment. So I wanted, I wanted that feeling. And when I came back to England and I was in some disgusting student house and started smoking weed again and never had the fucking rent on time, come to two days before I owed the rent, I had zero in the bank. And then, or whatever I did have, I'd need it for food. And I remember that that felt awful. And I would compare it to when it felt good, when I was in Italy with a couple of grand and I was chilling. Sober, nice. And, And then I said, right, well, I need to take control of my environment. How do I do that? I need to organize money primarily because that's something I'm having a problem with. How do I do that? I need to stop spending unnecessarily. And that was basically cutting weed out. And within a few months, I had a couple of grand saved. And that difference that I had, the feeling in my body and what I felt capable of, before I felt capable of, oh, this, this is me, I'm done. But then when I'd actually achieved some small thing, and I thought, all I did was say that I was going to do it and started slowly working towards it, and I'd done it. It's like, what else can I do? What else is possible? Started trying different things. Started saying, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start a business, and I'm going to sell websites to businesses. Okay, let's try that. Put my mind to it, started doing it. And started to realize kind of who I was, what I was good at, what my strengths were, what my weaknesses were. And really becoming me. Like that's that's the, the, the period where I classified what I'd call me becoming me. That's just yeah. My that process for me was last year, me becoming me not giving a fuck what other people thought and really believing in everything that I could do. That's the the biggest step for wanting to feel better again is believing that you can feel better. Do you think that that's something that's like a skill that you learned? Do you think that was something that you didn't have before that you picked up? Yeah, well, I picked it up from the secret of the book. So it was never like... I suppose my nan was very... Yeah, my nan and my mum, they, but they read <laughs> my my nan. She had the secret next to her bed. She had that always there, and it made all these things she told me made sense afterwards. Mm. So, yeah, but 
I don't know. It's a hard one, really, because I don't know whether I would have taken it in as well if she didn't have, she didn't say those things to me in the future. But sh- there's certain things that she instilled in me which I use today and I am now, mm. which is like using empathy and things like that. It's, but yeah, I, it's a tricky one because it doesn't really go with what I say because she, she did kind of, but she didn't really, really like get the message across. There's a few things that she used to say, but she didn't explain why. Mm-hmm. And the, I feel like you need, when, when you're teaching other people things, you need to explain the reason why you need to do it. It's like, mm-hmm. she never explained. She just said, oh no, don't think like that. Like think that you can do it. And it's like, but why? Do you know what I mean? Like, why you need to say because your yeah, brain you got, works. You got that way of learning. That's that's the way that, that's the way that you learn. So mm. maybe. That, but it was also she learned. It was also a late a later on period in life. I think if you tell a kid to do this, do that, like they're gonna do it. Or mm. this is the way that I think. Uh, yeah, you think about but, it differently. But when but when I got to sixteen, seventeen, when I was sort of like spending more time with my nan, mm-hmm. um, she would just say. Um, oh, no, oh no don't think about yourself like that think like you should be positive and it's like yeah but why like because your brain works a certain way uh, in patterns and and once you start using these patterns you your own brain starts to believe it and when once you, what you put out to the universe you, is what you get back so if you're putting out that i'm you tell the universe and you, you say i want this or i want to be good i want to be a nice person and you start being a better person so if I had have realized that, like I would have maybe just tried it. Do you know what I mean? I would have tried it. Oh, 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 really? What? I would have thought, oh, this bit sounds like, like hocus pocus to me, but I'm going to try it because it sounds in- intriguing. It sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, would have, I probably would have tried it and it would have worked because that's just the way that life is. Life works that way if you, if you put out. So how did that really help you? What specifically by doing that and, and that way of thinking, how did that really allow you to change what what differences do you see um i see sort of difference with everything but it was it you can't uh, for me it wasn't i think i worked on the just catching me not being able to do things because when you when you say when when a thought comes up in your head and you say oh oh, i'd love to do that but i won't be able to do it when you say i can do it you're like okay how the fuck do i do that so it's like you 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 carry on the thought. All right, we cut out there. <laughs> How has this positive way of thinking, of encouraging yourself rather than saying I can't do this? How has that changed you? How does that? How does that change your day to day life? You know, what does that really do for you? You encourage yourself now. So, you know, what did you used to say to yourself? Oh well, yeah, I used to fucking just if uh, let me think of a situation of. I would want to do YouTube videos or something yeah. like back in the day. And I think, ah, oh, like, what would other people think of me? Like, ah, oh, like, it, nah, you probably wouldn't be that good at it because you're not that good at talking or you're, um, you don't have this, you don't have the money. So like, or your parents wouldn't be able to afford it. So why would you, even, why, there's no point in even starting when really what I would think now, if I was back then, I think, well, how do I get the money myself? What do I cut back on to get that money? Uh, yes, I can do it. Uh, fuck what everyone else thinks because no one else fucking no one else is living my life. And in the it, I didn't like having that vision of where you're gonna be. Like 
in 10 years' time, this is where I could be. I could be fucking chilling with the YouTubers, fucking living, living, doing whatever the fuck you wanted to do, making your money from however fucking way you wanted to because mm. you make creating content around whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm. And you have that, you're able to have that self-belief. And, and if I would, had a thought that, then I would have been in a different situation now. And I use that of that realization of, oh my God, if I did that, back when I was 16, when I had that thought of, I could have, yeah. I, I, I want to be a YouTuber, then right now, I would be in a completely different fucking situation. And I would be making more money than everyone else. I'd be making, I'd be doing way more things than everyone else. But I chose to not do that because of what other people thought of me and because I thought that I wouldn't be able to get the money and I didn't have that self-belief. So now, I realize how far me thinking like this now can take me in 10 years time. Mm -hmm. So that's how you fucking, that's how this changes you. This is how it changes your mindset. The thing with that focus and it's a constructive thinking is that that in combination with all of these other things, you've developed self-control through stopping drinking you've start to communicate you've got this conscious communication of you know we have these conversations about personal development you've you've felt empowered through you know seeing what you're capable of doing you've started to learn adapt you've started to create a more positive environment for yourself all of these things in combination is what really you know, gives you this power to drive yourself forward on, you know, whether you call it a life mission or a goal or a passion. These are kind of, this, you get this multiplier effect by having all of those things together. You know, just, just that thing on its own. I think some people don't talk very nicely to themselves. They don't, they don't talk to themselves the way that they talk to other people. And I never used to. And then when I, when I started to, I started to, the, the thought I had was that I've become good friends with the voice in my head. Not that, like, I'm friends with the voice in my head, but I kind of am. Yeah, but you are. Like, I'm not in contrast to it. And the, that voice in my head is very much more just with the way that the world is. I've not got... You've accepted the fact of this is what it is and... This is what it is. The only thing that I can actually change is myself and not the, my surroundings. Or you can, place, little element you can, you can place yourself in surroundings, better surroundings, but you can't yeah. change the surroundings. Yeah. You, can't, you can't fundamentally change the way that the world is. Mm. You know, It is the way that it is and you've either got to get with it or you're going to fucking be very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and try and make it try and make the small changes around which you feel that you can or because it's not that the world can't be changed but it can't be changed in a massive way but small parts of your environment can be changed and and it's a ripple effect of what you put out to the world is what if you if you act in a certain way then that's the energy that you're putting towards the world to change so the change starts with you of changing if you want to change the world, the world starts with changing yourself. Mm -hmm. You've got to change yourself first. I mean, what the fuck are you going to expect to happen if you don't? If you, you, 
you have to be the change. You are the world. Yeah, exactly. You're you're part of the world, and you have to be the change that you want to see. Exactly. So yeah, that that should have been the fucking lesson they taught you at school, and that's just that's what, just what percentage of it. It's yeah, it's like one percent part of it. You know, <clears throat> you've got. I think I I think I'm really talking about this from a place of I really felt like I wasted a lot of time, and I feel like the information that I've learned has come through thinking I knew what I was doing and the world showing me that I had no idea what I was doing. So I've had to re-update my belief systems with the way that things actually are. And the way that things actually are is very different than the framework I had in my mind before. Mm. And I don't claim to have some all-encompassing theory of the way that the world works because I don't really... I don't really know how the world works exactly, but I've seen certain things play out and started to change the way that I look at things for the way that they actually are. Instead of, if you if you bring an expectation to it, you will be extremely disappointed. Yeah. So rather than expecting and leading to disappointment, you need to say, this is how it actually is. And I think as a young person, you don't really do that. Yeah, you don't accept that fact of this is how it is because you it's, it's hard. Just like from the beginning. Because of, you thought it was this way. Yeah, and you're you like, built, what the fuck? You built this fucking world around... You, <clears> the you, way that you think it yeah. is. Well, you've built, you've built it, haven't you? You've built the construct of what you think it all is and then you've just had that completely wiped out from underneath you and you're like what the fuck is actually what is this actually and you're trying to make you and you're like and you kind of put it to your back head like no no no, i can't be like that i can't be like that until it fucking it can't you can't shut it out anymore and this is what it is yeah so i think what are we what we're really getting across here you know there's there's going to be points where you feel lost and there's going to be points where you feel like you're not making progress. And the thing is, anything worth having, any big thing, is going to take a long time. And everyone starts as a beginner. This is some idea from Steve Jobs. Everyone started as a beginner, and every good thing is going to just take time. So when you're creating these long-term goals, I think I think we've kind of dealt with getting yourself out of these situations by just looking after yourself and not being too silly. But the next thing is really, what do you do? And this is where I think you can design your life. You can say, this is what I want it to be like, and I'm going to either find or create the environment that's going to allow that to happen. And knowing... And believing that you can do that is the first step in actually starting. And starting is the only way to actually complete anything. Because I think a lot of times we talk ourselves out of doing things because we either don't believe 
that we can do it or that we're capable of doing it or that there's something holding me back like i'm going to be embarrassed by what people think about if i make a video like this mm. you know you really don't need to be embarrassed there's not really anything to be embarrassed about and yeah people you know you've got friends in different groups and you know if you if you're with a group that you don't normally talk about this stuff with and they see a video of you they might say what the fuck it's like well, listen to what I'm actually saying because I'm not saying anything to try and hurt you or ruin your life. Like I'm sharing things that, to try and help that helped me that if you listen to it, you might get something from it because if you make a video like this and you talk about it and I listen to it, I might get something from it. And we, we've all got such unique experiences. And if you don't, fucking move on. But I just, yeah. I think don't give up. Don't compare yourself to other people. Embrace failure. Failing is how you fucking learn. Yeah. You you have this this whole fucking process of us starting this podcast has been failure after failure. But and it's gonna carry on. We need we we got to that stage where because you were getting quite annoyed about the failures and it's like we have to fail. We, all this this whole process, you have to fail to to get to the point in in the end, or get to the point where you've got a fucking full setup and everything's working perfectly. I kind of had to get annoyed at it to stop getting annoyed at it <laughs> because I've I've had that thing of expectations and being led to disappointment a lot, and I used to get that so much where I would I would just feel drained. I'd look for, I'd lose something and I would just annoy myself. I'd be so caught up in like, fuck, where is it? I, like, how can you put this phone here, leave, come back and it's not here? It's like, well, obviously that didn't happen. Like you've put it somewhere else. Like, but I'm there like, no, I fucking put it here. Mm-hmm. And then I would just annoy myself about it. And uh, instead of accepting the fact that, although I probably just I'd misplaced probably it. probably just somewhere. put it somewhere else. Yeah. And <laughs> like... That's that's just, that's a really silly one that I used to have. Like I mean, it happens a little bit now and then, but nowhere near the extent of how I used to get pissed off about it. And like now we run into problems, and it's like, okay, fine. <laughs> like, what the fuck are we gonna do about it then? Yeah. Like, but I think you're a very like you're a very visual person. I think you visualize yeah. everything, so you meticulously go through how to do something and how to get there. And then when you when it's something's in the way of you trying to get there it's like ah you just like oh fuck it do you know what i mean instead of like oh just take five minutes and fucking and we'll come back to it in a minute and do you know what i mean that's that's how you end up solving it Mm. yeah is you don't solve it by getting tense to it and being disappointed and annoyed by it you get you solve it by taking five minutes and you know walking out the room and coming back in it's like when you can't grasp onto that one word that you're trying to find like you know when you're like trying to think of a fucking word and it's just not coming mm. it's like oh think just carry on the conversation and, we'll, um, and see if it comes back in a minute it's like that mm-hmm. it's like just it, it will work things will work themselves out just sort of like carry on don't get annoyed about it and just and it will come to you the thing is is we've we've all got certain tendencies that arise through our habits the habits that we've built and that we've we've a lot of people a lot of the time have built habits that don't serve them anymore 
they've got habits that are just ingrained in them. Their behavior is so automatic that if you don't catch it, you really slip into this negative way of thinking, for example, and, and behaviors that are even perhaps physically bad for you and the people around you. You're so used to doing them that you don't even, it's like a fish in water. If you constantly just telling yourself bad things and that's your reality. And the, the, the main thing is that what I think about my life is that you create it. What you said, you're the reason you're overweight. You're the reason you're unhappy. Obviously, there's going to be external factors that have influenced it, but fundamentally, you can decide. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having that. Like, I'm going to fucking do something about fuck it. That. Yeah, fuck that. I'm going to do something about it. And I think there's... It's all of these ways that we've kind of spoke about. For me, the most important things is... This is just from my experience of what's important to me is looking after yourself, really. And then kind of as an extension to that, money is a token which we use to trade for things which we need to survive. So kind of get that under wraps. If you're a hunter and you live off the land, get good at that. I don't do that. I live in a city. I pay for rent. I pay for food. I think I'm fairly organized when it comes to that. Like... You kind of fucking need to be. Um, and then the other thing is, is curate your environment. I don't think you can create it too much, but you can kind of pick and choose. You know, you, like that front, yeah, that think, front door, mm. when I lock it, everyone I don't want in here is on the other side of it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you can lit physically remove negative people from your life. You shouldn't spend any time around them or trying to understand them. Mm. Yeah, you shouldn't waste any of your fucking time with them because they either stay like that or they won't. Or you, you keep them at arm's length because some people, they might need help, but they're very negative. There so are people who are trying to help that are a bit negative. Yeah. I fucking keep them at arm's length. Yeah, yeah. It's like, as long as they're not, like, fully affecting your surroundings, that what you feel, yeah. it's like, okay, we we don't meet here, we meet over there, mm -hmm. where you don't, can't fuck any of my shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. Um, And if, it, if, and you, it's like, if you want to come to me, then you can, in certain situations or whatever. Um, If you need help, I'm there, but can't have you around me around my things because i can't have someone like you around it's like if you don't if you want to stay away from drugs but someone's using drugs well, you wouldn't have that person around you, you, you can have them around if you want to end up doing what they do yeah or being but like if you are. don't then you really need to be around people who are on the same kind of path or heading in the same direction or are already there mm. And, and it's, it's, it's sometimes difficult to say to people, look, you know, as much as you are my friend and we've been through what we've been through, I don't want to be around you. Mm. I need you as far away from me as you can possibly fucking get. And I've never done something to someone where it was like 
how I got kicked out when it was like, like, fuck off. Whenever I've kind of broke something off with people, whether it's business, flatmate, whatever, I think that I've tried to do that as amicably as possible. And like, and I've given people the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, because I always talk to you about this stuff. I've given people the benefit of the doubt. And you can only do so much for someone. Mm. The thing with doing things with other people and trying to help other people is that if they don't want to be helped, they cannot be helped. Because mm. in their head, that switch hasn't fl- flipped to, I can do this. It's still in the frame of mind of, I can't. I can't. And I think it's some quote from Henry Ford or something that if you if you say you can do it, or you say you can't do it, you're you're right. Like whichever one you think, yeah. you're right. <laughs> and once you start to say, no, I can't do it, and I and I I've thought it, and things have popped up in business, and I've been like, well, I'm fucked. I'm, that's me done. And then ten minutes later, I'm like, right, I'm closing the business. Like it's done. And I thought, actually, hang on. Am I actually done? <laughs> and then I think, no, no, I'm not fucking done. I'm going to fuck this other business that's done this thing to me and I'm going to come out on top. Mm. I'm going to work this out and I'm going to I'm going to crush it. And that difference of how that may have led me to act of saying I can never do this versus me saying, no, I can do this. Mm. is just that little bit of encouragement that just needs to give you that bit of a push that just gets the ball rolling. Mm. And I think... I don't know, I, I haven't really said this, but we're, we're talking about people in their 20s. We're in our 20s. We're halfway through it, and we've learned a lot. We've made a lot of mistakes. We've done a lot of things at work. And the main thing is just find something that fucking works for you. Plop yourself into an environment and change it a little bit to just make it work for you. And understand that you're going to have to do some of that work to change it, to, to really forge it into something which suits you. And It's not easy. It's not fucking easy <laughs> at all. But anything worth having is not easy to come by. Mm. Yeah, it wouldn't fucking feel good. They'd make it illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get rid of fucking negative people. This is, a, this is a good one I've got on this list. Is that time is your most precious resource. It's the only thing you can never get back. Don't waste it on work you don't want to do and people you don't want to be around. Don't aimlessly sit on the internet and social media for hours. Some people are in situations where they can't get away from people and they also can't not do a job which they don't want to do but mm. for me that what you need to realize that but realize that that's not you forever it's like i can make a change and what how how do i get out of this situation like if you're stuck with people in a household or whatever then you need to think well how do i get out of this situation uh, and then and, and i can get out of this yeah, situation practically and logically and if you're in a job that you hate how do i get out of this job that i hate it's not it's not practical to just fucking get up and leave. Is it important to sit down and think how the how the hell how can I work towards getting another job maybe that I like or enjoy or um and have enough money behind me to maybe 
be out of work for a week or whatever it is or um and put in that effort to actually make that change instead of just beating yourself up like oh, i hate this but okay so how do i change it what do you think about how time how time is really the only asset that you have i mean <laughs> time you build everything through time. Like you're, you're like a, um, you. It's kind of like this. You, you're nothing without time, are you? It's just. What What is life? I don't. Know. I don't know what what you mean by the question, but. You're just fucking well, rambling. <laughs> Say time, the question again. Time is the only thing you have. Well, yeah. If if everything would be would be at a standstill if it wasn't for time. But how. It's a precious thing that you need to spend wisely. Well, because yeah, you're. It's the only thing that's actually really limited. It's like you, and it's the only thing that you're guaranteed is that you're born and that you'll die. So what you do in the middle of of that is is down to you, and you don't know when it's going to end. You know, or you know, you barely know when it started. Really, like you can't remember it. But like, it's it's the thing that is the least. <clears throat> It's it's the least um guaranteed because it could yeah, end could at die, any you could second. Die in an hour. Yeah. So like, what are you gonna do with it? Hmm. But also, you you can you, I think that realizing that you can get to somewhere or like having that forward thinking of in the future that helps you with um with actually building do you know what i mean like you, you realizing that that there is a future and and time, there is a certain point in time where you can be happy that makes you realize that you can be happy mm. do you know what i mean i don't know i think the first part of really getting to a point where you feel happy is like granting it to yourself mm. you need to grant yourself the ability to feel happy because when you're in a very I always overhear people and people say things and like they're in nasty situations with their family life or where they live or just their general kind of situation, what's going on with them and the people around them. And they've, they've kind of, what's the word? They've like sentenced themselves to unhappiness through the situation they've created for themselves and i think getting to a place where you can feel happy starts with the idea of feeling happy for me it was imagining myself being happy and then backtracking from that place to to think about i'm glad that i started getting organized i'm glad i started hanging around with better people i'm glad i started exercising I started sleeping better and that was a kind of mental exercise and then it became really easy to do those things because I just believed that they would link into happiness and then eventually they, they did and I'm a fucking day and night contrast from how I used to be I was just like unapproachable everyone I know from then does not want to know me at all <laughs> Like literally anyone who I had any contact with <laughs> until 
two years ago, does not speak to me at all. Really? No, no joke at all. They, they don't, they don't want to know me. Mm. I was a cunt. Mm. I, was, I was a nasty person to be around. Mm. I was so negative. I did so many cheating, lying things to people. And it wasn't good. Mm. And 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 that, um, you know, <clears throat> sometimes I do wonder, like, what did I actually do to that person? And then I just think, well, I was probably just a horrible person to be around. They just they got that idea of me now, and now it's, um, yeah, they stay they stay far away. Yeah, but the people that I come into contact with now, generally. Have positive things to say. Yeah, and they want to be around me. Mm. And that's all you have to base it off. You can't base it off what. No, because I'm not. I'm not anything like that person mm. that I used to be. Mm. Nothing. Just got the same name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've just got the same name as that person. I'm not like that at all. And the thing is, you can change. You will change. Yeah, your you friends will change. Your environment will change. Everything will change. You can't. Like, I might change from this into something which is even worse than what I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're absolutely breaded off, like, you don't, we don't, we haven't, like, because a lot of people say, like, when you, money changes people. It's mm. like, when you've got, like, a fucking mill in a bank, like, you don't know how you're going to act. Like, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to act. It might expose you it might ex- who you actually yeah, are. <laughs> it might expose me, do you know what I mean? I'd like to think that it doesn't, but... Well, I think it it does expose you no matter what because it exposes you for what you do with it. Are you a, yeah. do you, does it turn you into a good person or does it turn you into a yeah, shit yeah, person? Yeah, it exposes you. Yeah. So you don't know what that person is until you get there. Yeah. So you can't just say that I'm gonna. Well, I've the thing is though I've been it's kind of weird to say but I've been like amazed by the person that I've ended up becoming because it's nothing like what I thought I'd be like. Mm. I didn't think I'd be like the way that I am. And the, even the way that I'll kind of respond to situations and what goes through my mind, I think about it and I think that's just so different to what I thought. Like, because I had this idea, everything just ended up being different to my idea. And, and it's only really in comparing, it's, it's only really in comparing it that I'm different, but. This is the thing. This is the biggest thing, yeah. School with with school with everything, nothing will ever teach you any more than what life will teach you. Life is your teacher, life is your lessons, and listen to it. Listen to the situations. Like go back through the, your your situations. Like where did I go wrong, and work on that. And because you, all these all the things in my life which I've done badly or. Uh, all the things in, that I used to think, oh, I, I would like to do, th- I would like to be this, or I want that. It's like your 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 things change because of the lessons and the things that you learn on along your path. So yeah, it is good to have a vision of where you want to be, but don't like like when life gives you a lesson, like learn from it and maybe change your path. Keep changing yeah, your yeah. path along the way. You're gonna have to pivot along that way, hundred mm. percent. Like the path to where you're gonna end up is not gonna be straight nah. <laughs> it's going to be winding and yeah. in and out of things and I think learning to be okay with what you have and Correct. what you are and 
so I was talking to, along the lines of this conversation with someone else, and they were saying whenever they feel ungrateful, whenever they start to feel annoyed or pissed off about something, they have to list out 10 things that they're grateful for. And he's like at work and he's annoyed that he's got to work today. He's like, but I'm inside and I'm warm. I've eaten food. I'm not like trying to find water. I know where my next meal's coming from. I've got somewhere to sleep tonight. I've got good friends. Yeah, that's when a really I, good way of doing it. <clears throat> that's what I do, really. That's a, and that's a really nice way to just remind yourself that it's not all bad. But it's not really all good either. But it's kind of neither. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of is what it is. But just say that it is good. But you can say that it's good and it is helpful. Because, no, but you are... You are what you think. Like, if you think that it's you have that it's shit, then it's going to be shit. If you think that it's the great and you're having the best time of your life, then that's you create your your universe. You create your surroundings. So whatever you believe, that's what it is. It's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah, that it is. It, that is right. But so I am. Sta- I'm starting to think of just. I'm starting to think of it just kind of. It is what it is. Yeah. But I'm, it's generally a positive way of thinking. It's not some negative mm. framework. It's whatever works for you at the end of the day, isn't it? It's like if you find that a certain way helps you more, but it's important to try all these different ways mm. of doing. That that reminds me of just pretty much the last thing I wanted to say is that how you feel is important and don't knock it till you try it. Because I remember when my brother was staying here and him and two of his mates were going to go out and they were like come out it's friday and i'm like i was like doing something on the computer and they were like it's friday don't you want to come out and have a drink now i was like no i'm i fucking like what i'm doing here i was like i've got something interesting i'm about to do and they're like oh but like isn't coming out going to be better blah, blah, blah. and i'm like in my mind i couldn't think of anything worse I couldn't think of anything worse than doing what you guys are about to go out and do. So this feels better for me than that. So this is what I'm going to do. If that feels better for you than that, then that's fucking great as well. But I'm going to do what feels better to me. And and I was I thought about it afterwards that someone like my brother, he's always on it. And his mate's always on it, always out every weekend. And it's like, you don't even fucking know what it's like to to do what I'm doing. Mm. So you don't even know what it feels like. So why do you think that it's some shit thing? Like, it's not. Mm. And I look at what you're doing as some shit thing. Mm. It's literally what my comment section has been filled with on TikTok. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, shit. It's like, okay. Bet this guy's fun at parties. It, yeah. And, All of and that. someone said, um, about not they were like yeah yeah like that it what you're saying is right but i'd rather just go out and get on the session it's like but actually have you actually tried working towards your goals like i just i was just like can i ask a quick question have you actually ever worked towards like what you really want to do in life and put all of that energy that you put into getting on it into that no no because (laughs) you and and but so you're how could you say that 
this is one this other lifestyle is better when you haven't even tried the other one i mean mm. i've tried both i'm telling you now which one's, which one's better. better yeah that's exactly the same place that i'm coming from with it mm. is i've tried both and i know which one feels better mm. i know which one helps other people i'm not trying to influence other people to do negative things i'm trying to influence other people to fucking encourage them to do things that will create a fulfilling life for them and the people around them. Mm. And when I get feedback from people, there is no better feeling. And there's nothing better than knowing that what I've done has created a framework that actually allows me to be in a place to do that. Rather than fucking stealing food, I can go and buy someone a week worth of shopping. Mm. <laughs> like that I've worked out my own thing of being able to eat to the extent where I could actually help someone else to be able to eat. You know, that's a fucking good thing. Yeah, it's, it's a way you... It's sick. Yeah, it's banging. And I want to be more able to do those other things. Even further than that, yeah, so yeah. you can do that's the things on a goal. different scale with, with other people. Mm. And this is really just where learning skills, honing your craft, and just cracking on with it, I think. Mm. I'm good, mate. Yeah, that's that's it for me. That was a successful apart from the camera cutting out. <laughs> yeah, well. It was my fault though. But I hope you enjoy the the new cameras, people. Yeah. I they I think they look sick. It's been good. Yeah, I mean, got a good fucking setup now. Bang. To actually use it. Yeah. <laughs> we need to use it more often. Try and make this a weekly thing. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, people. Thank you very much.